I should have known better. I'd accompanied Mother to an itinerary meeting filled with women who couldn't stop exclaiming about Cuba's excellent schools and health care, the warmth of its people, and the fact that no racial inequality existed there. My mild question about political prisoners provoked a temper tantrum about our CIA-backed press and the hypocrisy of blockading Cuba while maintaining relations with governments of torturers. I followed up, a considerable risk to my mother's reputation, with some particulars about a recently jailed poet. Until her sudden fall from favor, she'd been relentlessly trotted forth as an epitome of the Cuban spirit. Could a repressive regime produce a world-class poet? Castro argued. A perfect example of distortion by a biased press, one of the Fidelistas sniffed. When we asked our Cuban hosts about that, they explained that since the U.S. is waging war on Cuba, certain things the poet did were tantamount to treason. I let the war on Cuba slide. What things? Well, she was talking to foreign journalists. The woman's voice was hushed with disapproval. She was leafleting. Leafleting? Any woman in the room would run into her burning house to save her stash of WILPF pamphlets. Most would sacrifice family photos before they'd let their leaflets burn. My mother poked me in the ribs. You have to understand their context, baby. Their whole economy is being ruined by our government. They have a right to try to stop that. Leaflets were powerful weapons, all right. Look how WILPF's tracks had brought the Republicans to their knees. Since that evening, I'd been inundated with alternative press articles on Cuba. Mother's friends couldn't bear to have me think bad thoughts about the place. The regular press, on the other hand, was gleefully monitoring the collapse of the Cuban economy. See, it said, socialism doesn't work. Never mind that Castro's final hour had dragged on for a decade. Anyway, the WILPF women did not look righteous as they deplained. Not a good sign. They huddled together, stopping short when they saw me. Also not a good sign. My first thought was they were apologizing for not having defected. Of course, I murmured. Where's my mother? We wanted to wait for her. We really did. By now, they stood close enough for me to smell their cheek powder. She's still there? Why? What's she doing? I was suddenly flanked, motherly hands on my back. We don't know. Last night she went off on her own and didn't come back to the hotel. We looked everywhere we could think of this morning. Sarah Swan, the alpha granny, added, Our Cuban hosts were so upset. They've made finding her their top priority. I'll bet. My mother was not a cannon you'd want loose in a controlled society. I know you have some funny views about Cuba from the Western media, Sarah continued. But honestly, it's such an open society. The one thing you can count on is that there's no monkey business from the government. It's not like other countries, ones our government supports, where people get disappeared. I sat on a hard plastic airport lounge chair. I was quickly going numb. My mother had disappeared from my life many times, getting arrested for pouring blood on draft files, attacking missile nose cones, blocking access to nuclear power plants, and more recently, driving chainsaw-demolishing spikes into old-growth redwoods. My government was committed to arresting her, usually at her insistence. 
I didn't see why a foreign government should be more charitable. <laughs>